G'day sports fans and welcome to episode 5. Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, I'm stuck at home with COVID at the moment, but that's alright, gives me time to do this podcast for you guys. So uh, yeah, anyway, resume update for me. Whose cock is that? I did pretty well. My front front three finally did alright, but I don't know if I want to keep many of them. LaFondra, Naboo or McLaren, Um, but we'll see how we go. Uh, now that we're into the swing of it, I don't really have to be as detailed because hopefully uh, your teams are all off to a pretty good start and you don't need to be doing too big, too many major, major changes. Um, so yeah, I'll be a little bit more ad-lib and a little bit less detailed and make it a bit quicker so we can um, don't bore you to tears. Um, the big news this week is that there's a couple of teams um, that are postponed, the games are postponed, so... Uh, Perth Glory is the is one team that's out for a few weeks with the with their strict rules over in Perth, as well as Melbourne City who have got a few COVID uh, affected players. So that means that Melbourne City, Perth, as well as Brisbane and Adelaide this week are all missing. So put those players if you've got them on your bench, and definitely don't trade them in this week. Perth and Melbourne City. I'm not sure when they'll be back, but it looks like Perth are out for at least two more weeks, maybe more. Uh, Melbourne City might be back, might be back next week by the look of it. So yeah, fingers crossed because I've got a fair few Melbourne City players and pr- probably a fair few of you guys too, too, or at least you should because they're probably one of the teams to beat. All right, so let's get into the trades. Um, goalkeepers, Redmayne and Glover. Uh, pretty good buys. I know Redmayne's a bit of a surprise, uh, but they finally got back to their winning ways, Sydney FC, so I'd probably be thinking about putting in Redmayne. He's cheap as. He's usually 300k. He's about 140k at the moment. Um, so I dare say he'll be a cash cow, but if Sydney come back to their um, prime form, he's just a premium keeper at a bargain price, so Redmayne's good look. Good look. Um, Tom Glover is cheap as, I think he's 150k, but at least his team's in really good form, so he's a really good buy. And Kalava's not too bad at 200k either. Um, the other keepers that are higher priced, like Curdo and Young, I know they've definitely got the points so far, but I don't think they're going to keep um, that same standard that, they're gonna, that they've been doing so far, so I reckon you could actually sell them and cash them in, um, probably to trade down to... Redmayne or Glover to use their use their money elsewhere uh, but that's up to you for goalkeepers alright so let's move on to the defenders I'm fully ad-libbing here guys so it might be a little bit slower than usual um, but yeah the defenders I've got a really big controversial um, point of interest here this, the biggest sell on the list is Josh Risden and I know everyone's thinking that's ridiculous. He's one of the highest scoring players in the comp so far. But we're still playing the stock market and he's a defender that's not really that exciting, but he's over $300,000. Um, so he's gone up $163,000 since he started. So for me, he's a definite sell. Piss him off this week. He might go up another five or 10 if he gets a good score, but he's not gonna go up much further than, further than 300. That's about max for a defender. Um, if we do want him back, we can get him back in a couple of weeks' time when he's back down at 200k. But right now, um, if I had to choose between Risden and Atkinson, I would 100% choose Atkinson. 
not this week because he's uh he's on he's out with COVID. But uh, yeah, you can actually cash in from Risden to Atkinson, which is a massive upgrade, and cash in. Um, so yeah, Risden, I'd say get rid of him. Um, I don't think he's going to get a clean sheet against Melbourne Victory this week either. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to look at the the most uh, high percentage owned defenders at the moment, looking at the list. So there's a lot of them on there that are... So the top 10 are sort of Jacob Farrell is one of them. I would, I'd be keeping him. He's got a little bit of room to grow. A lot of people have Storm Rue, but he's rock bottom price now, not starting. I'd say get rid of him. Uh, Jason Davidson should definitely be back this week after his red card suspension last week. Um, he had his, he's missed his one game, so he'll be back. A lot of people got rid of him. They probably made that mistake. They'll be trying to buy him back this week. Uh, a lot of people like me still have Brendan Hamill um, for Melbourne Victory. I'd be getting rid of him, 161k. I don't know how long, how bad the injury is, though. If he comes back in the next couple of weeks, then he's not a bad hold either. But at this stage, I don't know whether he'll uh, get back to his starting spot. So, yeah, for me, I just, I'm just going to move him on soon. Uh, a lot of people have Curtis Good. He's probably just... He could be a sell at his price point, 240k, since he's not playing this week. But he could hold also. Um, I made the mistake of bringing in Ben Warland last week, uh, $140,000. And then, he, uh, and then he, he's been starting all year for Sydney FC and, and he made his first, uh, first bench appearance last week, the, the week I brought him in, so that sucked. I was thinking about bringing in Ben Garuccio instead of him, but um, just like Ben Warland, Ben Garuccio happened to go straight to the bench as well. So, yeah, I would have been, would have been stuffed one way or the other. Um, if people do have Tomislav Uskok, um, I'd say he's also a sell. Um, he's $274,000 now. He's gone up over $128,000. Uh, I'd be moving him on and cashing him into a cheaper defender to keep playing that stock market. Um, a lot of people that love Ryan Grant, I said not to buy him earlier in the season. He's he's had a pretty crap year so far, but he's down $55,000 now. So if you really wanted to buy Ryan Grant, you could buy him now. His break-even's 18, so he could actually come down another 20 k yet, maybe more. So yeah, uh, you could buy Ryan Grant, you could wait. He's versing MacArthur FC. I don't think MacArthur FC, although they're top of the table, they don't have very good attack. So he could very well get a clean sheet this week. Uh, apart from that, the buyers in the defence line. I reckon Sydney FC are pretty good. There's bargains for Sydney FC. James Donicky, if he continues starting in centre-back, is 124000 He's the bastard that stole uh, Ben Wallen's bloody spot. So, yeah. That's it's a bit of a it's shaky territory that one. Uh, Alex Wilkinson is another one, hundred and forty thousand. He's cheap as he's seventy k discounted from the start of season. The number one defender I'm looking at is Nathaniel Atkinson uh, because he's two hundred and sixty k, but he just hasn't been he just isn't dropping the way we wanted to. Um, so I was going to bring him in this week until Melbourne City. Um, got put on the uh, got postponed this week so yeah alright so I think I think that's sort of it for the defenders maybe you could look at Jason Jaria for Melbourne Victory 159,000 um, yeah alright so let's move on to midfielders now so 
same deal just looking at the cells to start off with so the number of most most highly uh, picked teams at the moment uh, Lockie Rose is the highest owned midfielder he's pretty cheap at 180k but he's also letting letting everyone down he's only his average over the last few weeks is is really below par um, so he's starting to bleed money pretty quickly um, if you've had him from the start of the season you've still made 50k on him even if you sell this week so it could be time to sell, I think. Ben Halloran, I got rid of him last week. Thankfully, he lost 40k last week, and I think he's going to lose another... Uh, he could lose another 20k this week pretty easily. Um, actually, he's not going to play this week, thanks to the, thanks to the postponing as well. Um, Daniel Pena for, for the Jets. I don't know if you'd want to... I would definitely wouldn't be selling him. He's very highly owned. He's gone up 180k from the start. He's probably going to go up another... Uh, another 20 or 30k but yeah so if you have him hold him i don't know whether you'd want to buy him at 337k though that's a bit risky uh Connor metcalf is really highly owned you could get rid of him at 270k if you brought him just two weeks ago i think you might have made some money on him so yeah with him with him having to buy i'd say think about selling him a lot of people like me have uh, marco rojas 240k he's one of the big question marks in my team I don't know how bad that injury was last week. He got a poor score, but he only played 30 minutes, and it was a derby match, so it was pretty. Uh, it was always going to be pretty, pretty tough. A pretty tough game. So yeah, don't be too harsh on Rass. If he's back in the next week or two, you you definitely want to hold him. I reckon. Um, Ulysses de Villa. He's still got 15. He's still in 15, 16 percent of teams at 314 thousand dollars. So I don't don't know what's happened to him whether he's injured or what but he's not doing that well this year so yeah i'd be thinking about moving him on especially for that much money i'd use that money elsewhere um so yeah that's about it for the cells in midfield as far as buyers go i was going to be loading up on melbourne city players but as it is uh well they're not playing this week so you're not even looking at melbourne city now uh, I think your next bet, next best bet would be to look at Melbourne Victory players, and I think the only real Melbourne Victory player worth looking at is in the midfield, apart from uh, Rojas because he's injured, is uh, Jake Brimmer. Um, he's a little bit discounted from his starting price. He's two hundred eighty-eight thousand, um, which is about thirty-six thousand dollars cheaper than his starting price. Um, so yeah, the I'd be think I want to bring Jake Brimmer in. I might bring him in this week. I'll see how I go. It was going to be Nathaniel Atkinson, but since he's not playing, I think I might I might bring in Jake Brimmer instead into the midfield and, and not worry about my defenders. Um, I don't know about uh, Economides. He played quite well, but he only started or he only came onto the field last week because Rojas was injured. So he's risky for me. I'd be I'd be watching him for another week at least. Uh, who else we got? Nikolai Muller. Um, I've had him from the start. He's only $139,000. He came on um, halfway through or towards the, uh, towards the end of the game at the Mariners. I reckon that's trying to get some minutes back in the legs. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts very soon for the Mariners and he's $139,000. With the way the Mariners are playing and, and Nikolai Muller's uh, quality, I think he's a bargain at 139 k so I'm pretty stoked to have him in my team and not have to worry about trading him in whether i would trade him in or not if he was out of my team is uh 
is a big question. I don't think I'd go there yet. I'd probably wait at least see one more game out of him. So, yep, I think that's basically it for the midfielders. It's a little bit tricky this year so far. There's no... Uh, there doesn't seem to be outstanding buyers into the team anywhere, um, at least in defence and midfielders. Um, but, yeah, I guess up the front there's pretty big buyers. Like, a lot of people are looking at Valentino Yule because he's uh, he's been a star. His stats are through the roof. Um, and a lot of people have jumped on board with Bika Mikultadze, which makes sense because his stats are absolutely phenomenal. I think he's had last last week he had six shots, one goal, one assist. Um, and he seems to be doing that sort of week to week, almost with a few exceptions. So when you look at a player like that that's playing in a pretty average team or you know a pretty good team this year, the Jets, but general generally like they don't have a very good. Uh, um, consistency like players like Mel, uh, teams like Melbourne Victory and, and Sydney FC, Melbourne City and whatnot. So usually I go for big big name players from big name teams and up front like Adam Lafondra for Sydney FC. But Adam Lafondra is averaging one or two shots and he's only had one or two goals all season. So yeah, you look at a player like Bika Mikkeltadze with six shots almost every week. Like yeah, it's I find it very hard to go past. A player like that so yeah I think I'm going to be possibly I brought in uh, Daniel Pena for the, from the Jets last week I think I'll be bringing in uh, Bika Mikkeltadze this week if I can maybe getting rid of my big name Adam LaFondra um, or maybe even Jamie McLaren after I've been saying all year just keep him and wait for the points I think McLaren's a safer one to, to hold on to out of McLaren and LaFondra um, McLaren plays for a, a a team that's in much better form. He just hasn't been getting the points yet. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, I'll hold McLaren. I think I'll get rid of LaFondra. And I don't... I think that's pretty good advice for a lot of people. If you don't have McLaren, I, st- I still think he's a pretty good buy, to be honest. 280k. I'm just bag- just bagged him out a fair bit. But McLaren at 280k is ridiculous. Um, I don't think he's ever been that cheap. And he is playing for a uh, high attacking team. So when Melbourne City come back to back to the comp probably next week um yeah i'd be looking at buying mclaren um as far as cells go in the up front um i've already said that i'm thinking about getting rid of adam lafondra so i think he's a sell uh bruno fornaroli is in 16 percent of teams i think he's probably a sell uh because perth aren't playing for two or three weeks and i don't think he's all that good anyway at the moment fornaroli uh, what's another one? Marco Urenia. A lot of people have him. If you've got him, I'd hold him. Um, especially against Wellington Phoenix. Would I buy him? I don't know. I'm a bit always reluctant against Mar- with, to buy Mar- Mariners players just because I'm a Jets fan and I hate the Mariners. But, yeah, I don't know. Statistically, he's pretty good. But he doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't excite me on the like watching him the way other forwards do. Uh, Andrew Naboo, he got a massive score last week, break even of six, so he will go up soon when he plays again his next game probably, but I don't think he's going to go up too far, so you could watch him if you want, see if you want to um, see how he goes before you bring him into your team. A lot of people still have Daniel Sturridge, 10%, he hasn't played pretty much all season, he's played five minutes in, in six games or something, so yeah, I'd be getting rid of Daniel Sturridge and just waiting to see what he's got especially because he plays with Perth. They're not playing for a few more weeks. 
Okay, so that's basically for the cells. Who would have, if you've got Cassini Yangis and other people, another a lot of people still have him. It's just not it's just not playing well, not playing this week, so I'd get rid of him. A lot of people have Motore, he's a very exciting player, but yeah, not playing this week, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know guys, I'd be getting rid of those a lot of these guys. I don't know who stands out as the buyers for me except for Valentino Yule and Bika Mikultadze um, up front. There's no one else that I feel like you just have to have into your team. I'm happy to have Naboo. I'm happy to keep McLaren, but I'm going to cop it this week because they're not playing. So, yeah, hopefully that's helpful. I think that's about it. Um, yeah, don't stress too much about about um, if you've got a couple of players missing this week. I don't think, with four, with four teams missing from the comp this week, every single uh, fantasy coach is going to have players missing. So don't freak out. Um, yeah, just have some fun and do the best you can. Make your trades around that. All right, guys, that's it for me. Have an awesome day. Merry Christmas. Hooroo.